This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Budweiser Reds Hot Stove League, presented by United Dairy Farmers. The Hot Stove League is brought to you by the Holy Grail Banks Tavern and Grill. Norcom, your audiovisual information technology solutions provider. Nor-com.com. GTM Food Group. Let's create great dishes together. Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And by MSA Design. Design, create, innovate. The Reds Hot Stove League is also brought to you by... Stove League on the Reds Radio Network. Welcome into the Reds Hot Stove League. As always, it's presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. Pleased this week to be joined by Tom Brenneman. I'm Tommy Thrall. Thanks so much for being with us. We'll open up the phone lines a little bit later on, but uh, we've certainly got plenty to get to, plenty of baseball news to talk about. We'll talk Reds baseball, and we have Tyler Malley who we'll get to in just a moment. Tom, welcome in. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well, Thomas. Hope you're doing well. Hanging in there. Hanging in there. Hoping uh, that some... Hoping that some good news comes out of the next week, which we will be keeping a very close eye on, and we'll be talking about that a little more extensively in the second half of the show. We'll also have an opportunity to take your phone calls as well. But right now, let's get right to it and welcome in Reds pitcher Tyler Malley. Tyler, how are you doing, and how are you holding up through all of this? Hey, guys. uh, Good to uh, talk to you and hear from you. Um, I'm doing good. Me and my family are doing really well. and, I mean, I'm doing the same thing as everyone else, just hanging out at home and waiting to uh, hear some good news. Tyler, how yeah, much have really hope- been able to do as far as, you know, staying in shape? Uh, obviously, you know, I've read a lot of stories about how everybody has been, you know, really affected by uh, health clubs or local high schools where guys might go work out. They can't get in those places. What have you been doing? What have you been able to do or try to do? Um. I mean, obviously, I don't have a full gym because uh, mine was closed down as well. There's a park across the street. Um, I just bring a like a foldable net over there, and I'm, I have baseball. So, um, like I said, I, I'm set with everything. I've just been waiting to uh, get actually get going. Now, now Tyler, you, you you talk about throwing a little bit. Sounds like you're you're on your own for the most part. Now, your brother 
Uh, he's also uh, a pitcher, has some major league experience. Do you guys, are you guys able to get together through all of this and, and throw together, or do you have somebody that you're able to throw with from time to time? Yeah, he lives in um, Arizona, actually. Um, and he visited, so we were able to throw for, for a week. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he lives in Arizona, and so I'm pretty much on my own. Um, well, I was until um, I was thrown one day in the park by myself, and um, someone walked up, and they're like, hey, man, like, uh, I go to Ball State. Um, I'm in the area right now, and if you need to catch a bull, need me to catch bullpens, I'll catch your bullpen. So um, any day, like today, I'm throwing a bullpen. So I just texted him up, say, "Hey, you want to catch at 4:30?" And he said, "Okay." And I, so I have a catcher all set and everything. Tyler, yeah, what you know? What are you? What are you hearing on a daily basis? I think a lot of fans. Heck, I, I'm interested. You know, just from the outside looking in, I'm not going to sit here and ask you to get into the whole thing of of what's being proposed or not being proposed. I'm just more curious about how much information you get as a, as a young player. Uh, I don't think you're involved in, in representing the, the, the players with the Players Association as far as the union rep is concerned with this franchise. Maybe I'm wrong on that. But if you're not, is somebody calling you, you know, every day, once a week? How does that kind of thing work? Yeah, we have – I mean, we have um... – obviously the team reps um and they they give us all the information we need and um it's a day-to-day whatever we need if we have questions we can ask but they're doing a really good job of informing us of um, everything that's going on and then also you can get as the least amount of information as you want mm-hmm. also if you just don't want to chase it along every day by day um uh you could do that as well so um, it's 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 just up to uh, each person of how much they want. Mm-hmm. Is it kind of a is it kind of an overwhelming process the way this is this is kind of playing out? I mean, is that from a player's perspective? It, 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 are you the type that would rather have less information and just hey, contact me when we're ready to go? Yeah, that's that's kind of the way I've um, been looking at it. Um, and then because you got family and stuff that are constantly asking, you know family and friends, hey, what's going on with baseball, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, um, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to stay ready for uh, until we get the call and there's a spring training and when I have to report. And then and then I'll know a lot more information and everything. But um, I, I was not – I'm not interested in, you know, chasing um, everything that's going on day by day because it, it, it can get super overwhelming. What's your gut tell you, Tyler, about this whole thing? Or do you have any gut feeling about it at all? Um, I think we'll play. Um, I think everyone wants to play. Um, And who knows? I could be totally wrong. I I have no idea. But uh, the way I feel, I want to play, and I'm I'm sure everyone else wants to. I I bet everyone's um, bored out of their minds. Um, (laughs) So... uh, yeah, I think I think this this thing could happen. So, um, but we'll see, because uh, a lot of, a lot of thing a lot of decisions have to be made. So, mm-hmm. well, well I, I I feel like 
the, the saving grace here is that everybody seems to be on that same page. Everybody wants to play uh, regardless of, of which side you're on. So that's that hopefully will be a unifying factor as, as this whole thing moves forward and we'll find out more in the coming days. I want to talk to you about, about your game a little bit because I know when we talked early in spring training, you were telling me about some things that you were working on. You had carried that over into spring training from the offseason. Uh, tell us a little bit about so some of the tweaks in your game that you had been making and, and how are, how is that continuing now that, that we're in this, this uh, kind of almost a dead period? Um, yeah, I mean, um, this has definitely given me more time to uh, work on. I probably told you about um, working on a slider um, because last year my repertoire was pretty much fastball, fastball sw split curve. Um, and I was unable to use that curveball as an out pitch, which killed me. Um, so um, I adapted the the slider, which I've I've had before, but um, but kind of thought the the curveball was going to work better for me, um, and it ended up doing the exact opposite. So uh, so yeah, working on that slider, I'm able to do that. Um, work on it a little more until, until this thing starts up. And then, um, but, uh, I like where it's at and I liked where it was at in spring training too. So I'm able to throw that under the zone. And that's, that's one of the big things I've been working on is, um, getting that slider to where I could throw that for a strike and then under the zone as well. Tyler, when, when, when we watched you pitch, when you came up initially in 2017 and all the success you had that year, uh, at the minor league level, and you, you move up quickly, and you get to the big leagues, and everybody's talking about you, and and everybody sees you. And they're like, man, this guy is going to be something else. And Tommy, before I get going here and asking this question, do we have to take a break, or do I do we need to wait? You're, a minute? you're good. All right, so no, you're good. We'll, we'll we'll break after this one. Tyler, because I, I, I I watch you, and a lot of people watch you, and we're like, man, this guy's got star written all over. Last year, and I know I'm not telling you anything you don't know already, I don't know if I've ever seen a pitcher that was hurt more, snake bit, whatever word you want to use, in either two strikes or two out situations. Mm -hmm. um, and I know you know that. Uh, and I'm not going to sit here and beat a dead horse on that. But from a mental standpoint, you know, you, you talk about, okay, from a physical standpoint, want to start throwing a slider. But, but did, that, did that two strike, two out thing at all get, get into your head last season? And if it did, how are you trying to correct that? What do you do to correct it? Can you do anything to correct it? Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the point of um, throwing a slider because I can get that under the zone. And actually in 18, um, I had like kind of like a the start of the season was, was okay, and then I had a pretty good run. Yeah. And, what I, what I was doing is I was obviously I was locating my fastball very well, but I was also getting a lot of swing and misses on sliders under the zone. And I got a ton of swing and misses on sliders. And then, um, and then I got hurt. Um, and then the rest of that season, when I came back, it just, it just wasn't the same. Um, uh, velo and everything just wasn't the same. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, and then and then the next year, um, I saw everyone adapt into that fastball up, 
break, big breaking ball that gets under the zone. So I tried that with the curveball, and I just couldn't – I wasn't able to get that yet. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and I will. I'm still working on that. But, um, but I think the best thing for me right now is stay with that slider and then maybe, um, you know, that curveball will come around and then I can get both of those under the zone and have a bigger and a smaller – breaking ball um but um but yeah i think that'll help the two strike mm-hmm. big time and then and then the two out thing um it'll fix that as well um because because i i everyone everyone does and i don't think i don't know if everyone realizes how how often they have two strikes on guys it's just about putting them away and and for me that that was a huge thing i would get two strikes on a lot of guys and i couldn't yep. put away i didn't have an out i didn't have an out pitch well, I know that everybody who's watched you since you came up, Tyler, and me included and everybody else, just thinks, you know, the, the, the sky's the limit for you, man. And, and, and for you to be able to put that, that all that together this year, I know everybody's rooting for that to happen. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. I and hope so, too. We will, we're visiting with Reds pitcher Tyler Malley. We'll continue this conversation, Tyler, if you've got time, uh, when we come back. This is the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF on the Reds Radio Network. Welcome back into the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF with Tom Brenneman. I'm Tommy Thrawn. We're joined by Reds pitcher Tyler Malley, continuing the conversation with Tyler. And you were talking, Tyler, last uh, segment about you know, the, the addition of the slider and how much of a difference that makes, not just from a physical standpoint, but also from a mental standpoint. And, and how often do you go back and, and look at when you were at your best and try to figure out, is there a difference in something I'm doing now to what I was doing when I was really good? And, I mean, we're talking about, you know, the, the, you and I were talking during the break briefly that that 2017 season, if I'm not mistaken, was kind of the year you felt like maybe you were at your best. It, do you ever go back and look at that and figure out, all right, where where was I then, and, and how does that differ from where I'm at now? Yeah, um, I mean, that was, like we said, the I mean, the best year I've had so far, um, and I know most of it, pretty much all of it was in AA and AAA, but um, that year, I mean, I just felt like I located my fastball, like, unbelievably, I was able to hit um, the corners up and up and in to uh, hitters, and I was getting a lot of swing and misses on those. And then my my off speed stuff was below average, but um, I mean for some reason I was able to, um, you know, go out and have a lot of really good outings. But also when I came up into the big leagues and um, and I had that month, I think I had four starts. They weren't amazing starts. They they were I was grinding to get five innings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't giving up a ton of runs. Uh, but but that that I mean that doesn't last long. You're, I mean you grind to get five innings. Uh, but, uh, I mean you're gonna get you're gonna get pounded some games um, for sure. And five innings isn't gonna gonna help you out too much. But um, like Tom Bra- Tom Browning would tell me he's like uh, he said this five inning five inning six inning thing it, it doesn't work. Uh, seven innings is where you want to get get to. Um, so, um, but yeah, I was, I was really able to locate my fastball that year. And, um, I think now my off speed is better. Um, but, uh, it's, I just got to, uh, I mean, 
translate it all into into you know one game where or each game, but um, but get it to where it's all working at the same time. So Tyler, when you when you see uh, the the rotation uh, in the four guys that were coming back from last year, and the team adds uh, veteran in Wade Miley. Most teams they only use five starters, so that's no great state secret or anything. When you learn that, what was your reaction initially? And then once you got the spring training and had a chance to talk to David and talk to Derek and, and everybody involved, you know, how did you see all this or how do you see all this playing out moving forward? Um, I mean, I'm uh, – I don't know if you if you could tell, like, anytime listening to, um, you know, when I'm talking to you guys or whatever in my interviews or whatever – um, I'm pretty realistic with myself. And when they did that, I mean, I, I saw it as, I mean, you know, no kidding. You had a, a couple bad years. Um, and so they're going to go out and try to find another guy. And, um, and each team, each team carries, you know, not just five starters. Sure. Um, you know, um, but, I mean, I was realistic myself and, and saying, you know, <laughs> you didn't pitch great. So they went out and tried to find another guy. So now you just got to keep on trying to prove yourself, and, and, and that's what I'm doing. So um, there was no hard feelings, <laughs> you know. I wasn't yeah. mad. I was, I was just mad at myself. It was my uh, fault. I got I to be honest with you, Tyler. I, you know, with all this that's going on, uh, I really think, you know, and all these articles are written and, and all these things are doing because cause we got to fill time a lot of times. But I really feel like when you start talking about players that have a chance, when we get back to playing, and I really believe, like you, I, I really believe we're going to get back to playing in some form or fashion. But guys that have a chance to really take advantage of the situation, as opposed to maybe the way it would have been had we started a normal season, I think you have a chance to maybe be at the very top of that list because of the way pitchers are going to be able you know, to only go so far and so many pitches and so many innings to start it. Do you see it that way as well? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I felt like, um, yeah, when I saw kind of a template of how, how the season was going to go and how, I mean, obviously we're going to have to play a lot of games in a short amount of time. Um, they might need to, you know, they're going to have to carry more, more guys and more pitchers. So, I mean, obviously that would, that would help me and I would get uh, more innings. Um, so, so no doubt if we, if we start playing, you know, this, it, it would help me, help me a ton. Um, and, you know, give me uh, just a little, a little uh, room to prove myself and prove that I've, I've uh, improved. Well, Tyler, certainly appreciate the time, man. Always great to chat with you and uh, hopefully we'll see you on the mound soon. Stay safe. Hope your family stays safe, and uh, hopefully we'll talk again down the line. All righty. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks, Tyler. All right. All right. Yep. Thanks so much. That is Reds pitcher Tyler Malley. We'll continue on the Reds Hot Stove League presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. Coming up. Welcome back into the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. Want to shin, uh, send out a very special happy 90th birthday to the Sausage King of Cincinnati, huh. Elmer Himsler, the founder and yep. owner of Queen City Sausage. He turns 90 on Friday. 
So big happy birthday to he Elmer and his friends here. He is awesome dude. He is. He was out with us on the uh, sponsors trip this year, right before they shut down spring trading. He is a beautiful, beautiful man. Happy birthday. Wow, outstanding. Absolutely. He uh, swung by the booth, actually, um, while he was in town. And you talk about a guy that can just light up the room. I mean, no he was right on the cusp there of 90. And, I mean, he, you talk about a guy that is as sharp as ever. Elmer yep. certainly is. Great guy. Certainly wish him all the best. Of course, Queen City Sausage, the official brought and met company of the Reds. And, Tom, I've got to tell you, I, I you know, you grill out typically Memorial Day weekends, a big, mm-hmm. big weekend for firing up the grill. And, and I, I, I sheepishly admit that I had not experienced uh, Queen City Sausage until this weekend. Really? And uh, had the uh, – yes, true story. I w- went to the store. I, I bought the, uh, the cheese sausages, uh, mm-hmm. Queen City, the, the cheese-filled ones, threw them on the grill. Uh, I made up – sautéed up some peppers and onions with a recipe, by the way, that I found on the Queen City Sausage website. Uh, th- this is I, – I was just – I was so blown away uh, that I had not had them yet. So I went to the website to kind of – take a look at what all they had and found this recipe it, it, it you you cook the peppers and onions in a little um, Italian dressing throw in some Worcestershire sauce cook them way down so I had those on the sausage and a Klosterman bun and does it get any more Cincinnati than that am I doing yeah, am I doing boy, Cincinnati you, you right at that point large, man you are living large <laughs> there I mean it was it was outstanding by the way I mean not just the sausage, the bun was out, the whole thing. I mean, it, it, so uh, you better believe I will be having that on hand at all times. I was eating uh, the Queen City sausages all weekend long and uh, into the early part of the week with, with some of the leftovers. Outstanding stuff. Again, happy birthday, yep. uh, Elmer. Um, also, if you'd like to be a part of the show, give us a call, 513-749-1360. Phone lines are now open, 513 749 1360. Tom and I'd be happy to listen to what you have to say and uh, take your calls, questions, comments, whatever you got for us. Uh, phone us up, and uh, you know I think we got to get into it. With we we don't have much choice. Um, obviously, the the owner's financial proposal uh, was sent to the players' association uh, yesterday, and uh, that was not exactly well received. And they changed the plan that was initially reported, uh, where they were going to try to split um the the revenue 50 50 that that plan was made very clear to the owners that they the players would not go for that so the owners changed their plan and basically did a tiered salary cut based on you know the players that make more money uh will have a bigger cut than Mm -hmm. the players that don't make as much and again this seemingly uh, uh, according to all the reports that we've read uh was not well met by the players and Tom, I, 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 I will get your thoughts on this because I, I'm the, the where I'm at on it basically is that this when when these things take place in the public eye, neither side is going to look good in this whole thing. You just kind of have to feel like come talk to me when it's all done, when both sides come to an agreement because this is just the start of it. They, they've got about a week you would figure to get all this stuff ironed out. I have faith that it will get ironed out, but it's never going to look good when it's done publicly. So you can choose to just kind of ignore it and say, all right, once it's all ironed out, 
we'll move forward. Uh, but if you, boy, if you pay attention to the back and forth, it just it's it it it, it kind of hurts a little bit, doesn't it? Well, I, I think you're right on the nose, Tommy. I, you know, uh, I, I know, you know, a lot of the players were uh, accusing the owners of making sure there were leaks um, with a number of, of different things, whether it was the, the the health part of this whole proposal, which uh, was, you know, almost 70 pages in length, and, and, and that's where they started this negotiation rather than from an economic standpoint. Now they've moved into that area, as you mentioned a moment ago, and the sliding scale, I guess, for lack of a better term, is is the way it's sort of set up. I was very surprised in, in reading some of the the different stories that 65 percent of the players in Major League Baseball make a million dollars or less. I was stunned by that. It just goes to show you uh, how young the game has gotten, and it also goes to show you, um, you know, how free agency, at least in the last two or three years, which really the players just bristle about, uh, of how that that's not turned into the payday that a lot of players had hoped and planned on. Having said all that, you know, it, it, it can really it can really depress you. Uh, it does me. And, I, you know, I mean, you and I are around each other a lot uh, the last couple of years, and especially last year when you were doing all the games and traveling with a team, and you and I personally spent a lot of time together and, and look forward to many more of those days and nights. And, you know, I, I try to look at everything with the glass, you know, half full rather than half empty. Nobody's perfect at that, and I'm certainly not either. But – you know, I was so excited uh, just a few days ago, and and now all of a sudden, you know, when, when the owners make this proposal, and, and right away, you know, you're starting to get knee-jerk reactions from people, um, whether it's different players or representatives or people off the record, uh, very few putting their names to it. The only guy that, that, that I've heard anything positive from uh, that, that's involved heavily in this kind of thing is the Cardinals' left-handed pitcher, Andrew Miller. Uh, and he's right there in the middle of all of this. And, and, and he came out even last night and today and said he thinks, you know, that ultimately this thing is going to get done. So I certainly hope that he's right. And, and, and I hope that we get some people that call in tonight uh, to hear what, what they think. Because at the end of the right. day, um, you know, and you can give the phone number again, Tommy. I, I, I just, you know, I, man, the fans need it. Right. The fans need it. Well, I mean, guys I, like I you think... say we need it because we need to get paid. And, and the Reds have been great about, about sticking with many of their employees. But at the same time, now we've reached a point where a lot of the people that you and I have been working with and I've been working with for many, many, many years uh, are now getting furloughed or, or taking pay cuts or whatever the case may be, and they have families to feed. And so, you know, there, there's a lot at stake here. It's not just the players uh, making their millions and owners making what they're making. There are a lot of families that we know and that are very close to us that, that, that we're hoping and praying for that this thing can find some kind of normalcy to get those people back to work, too. There is no question. Phone number is 513-749-1360. On that note, I want to get into some things there, too, because not only is it good for people, I think it could be really good for the game of baseball. And we'll get yep. into that coming up, taking your phone calls once again. Nin the uh, 19th annual College Advantage Red Legs run, previously scheduled for May 30th, has been postponed to October 17th, 2020. Race information for current registrants and sign-ups for the new date can be found at reds.com slash run. We'll continue on the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF, next on the Reds Radio Network. Welcome back into the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. 
coming up, the classic radio game of the week. The Reds' 9-7 win over the Braves from April 24th of 2018, featuring a Scooter Jeanette walk-off home run in the 12th inning. That is the Reds' classic game of the week, or locally Fridays at 7 o'clock on Fox Sports 1360 WSAI and stations throughout the Reds' radio network. You can get the full schedule at reds.com slash radio. And along with Tom Brenneman, I'm Tommy Thrall. Thank you so much for joining us on the Reds Hot Stove League. And we've got the phone lines geared up, ready to go. 513-749-1360. And let's get it started with Mary and Erlinger. Hey, Mary. Hi. Hi, Mary. How you doing? I am good. It's uh, actually, it's Mercedes. Oh, okay, Mercedes. Oh, Mercedes. Nice to hear from you again. I am not calling about the Reds. My grandson plays for the Pittsburgh Pirates, and he's local from Covington Catholic. And um, I know they're supposed to take the cut less than the big guys um, who are getting paid. You know, they're taking a bigger cut. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I don't know when I'm going to see him play. I don't know either, Mercedes. You know, that, that, that's another whole story in and of itself. I don't know if your grandson this year was set to make it at the major league level or whether he might have started the year at the minor league level. But now all of a sudden, you know, some of the most interesting articles in the last day or two that I've read uh, suggest that if minor league players are not going to be getting paid, and, and a lot of the teams have made that decision, and it's roughly $400 a week for a lot of those guys while they're trying to make their way up, um, if they don't have a season, shouldn't all those guys become free agents? Um, Holy you know, it's going to be, it's going to be, th- th- this thing is so multi-tiered that, that it's certainly way above my pay scale and intelligence level to try and figure it out. So what are you saying? That he's not going to get paid at all this year if they come back? Well, if they come back, he'll definitely get paid. But I'm saying that, you know, the, the major league players who have X amount of service time, and are members of the quote-unquote Major League Baseball Players Union, they are getting paid out of the coffers of the union right now. Not what they normally would make, but they're at least they're getting some income. Minor league players don't get that. They're not members of the Players Union yet because they don't have Major League service time. So minor league players, uh, for a lot of organizations just announced in the last few days, are not going to be paid for the foreseeable future. Well, he played last year for Toronto Blue Jays. So oh, okay. Well, I mean, then he's got some major league service time, and he's probably collecting yeah. a few bucks. Okay. All right. Well, um, thanks, Mercedes. Because my television has been out since 9 this morning. <laughs> oh, no. Well, thanks for <laughs> dialing us up. Appreciate it. Mercedes, you have a great night, and hopefully uh, we'll get back to baseball soon. Thank you so much. All right, that is Mercedes and Erlinger. Let's go to Elmer in Bridgetown. What's up, Elmer? Yes, sir. Oh, how we doing? Elmer, what's up? Great, how are you? Hey, I appreciate you guys. What you did tonight on the radio is unbelievable. Well, thanks, man. Elmer, Elmer, wait a minute. This is Elmer. Elmer, Elmer the Saucy. I know that. I know that. Hey, we, we, we love seeing you in spring training this year, man. Well, we had a good time. I mean, that was one heck of a deal. It sure uh, was. How you, uh, how you doing? You getting ready for the birthday? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm still working. You know what I mean? I go to work five days a week. 
How, I know you do. How's business? Is everything, are you hanging in there? Oh, yeah, we're doing all right. Probably okay. keeping us alive. Okay. All right, I well, good. I think we're feeding all of Cincinnati with brats and mats, tell you the truth. Absolutely. You, you have been for a long, long time, my friend. Well, good. Glad no to question. I know my belly's full of them. Oh, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, you guys did one heck of a job. I really appreciate it. I, I'm <laughs> You had me almost bust out crying, man. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Elmer, we, we just hope that uh, y- your birthday is, is at least – Half as special as you are, because if that's the case, it's going to be a great day. So uh, certainly hope that it's a great birthday, and thanks for having us dialed up tonight. Yes, sir. Well, I appreciate it. I really do. I'm I'm, I'm going to have a big party in July. We were going to have it this Friday, but with all the stuff going on, I was afraid to get too many people. But we got a heck of a thing planned in July. But we're that sounds have great. Everybody down there. Okay. All right. Sounds all great, right, Elmer. Thanks so much. Best. Happy birthday. All right, gentlemen. Thanks. Yep. Happy birthday, man. All right. Elmer calling in. How about that? That's awesome. That's great. That is awesome. That's that's tremendous. It really is. Uh, we'll uh, wrap up the show. Coming up, phone lines uh, open, 513-749-1360. We'll try to squeeze in your call if we can get it in when we come back. Become a member of the Reds Hall of Fame and Museum presented by Densmore and receive an exclusive Marty Brenneman bobblehead. Sign up at redsmuseum.org. Quantities are limited and available with all levels of membership. And the uh, museum is still closed for now. Hopefully it will be reopening soon, though. We'll wrap up the Reds Hot Stove League when we come back on the Reds Radio Network. Welcome back into the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. With Tom Brenneman, I am Tommy Thrall, wrapping things up. 513-749-1360. Coming up, it's the Reds Rewind. Uh, Rewind games on Fox Sports Ohio. They continue this week with a lineup that has the 1990 NLCS Game 6. Tom Seaver's 1978 no-hitter. Pete Rose's 41-92 and the 2010 NL Central Clinch Game. Uh, of course, the full replay schedule is available at reds.com slash TV. How about that 2010 NL Central clinch game? That, that, that's, is that not one of the best of all time? Uh, there, there's no doubt. And we had uh, Jay Bruce, you know, on the Hot Stove League. Tommy, you and I did a couple of weeks ago. And a chance to interview him about all that. And, and, and you know, as many great moments as Jay has had in his career, and he's had a pile of them, uh, he said by far, you know, that that's the one that always stands out, that home run. Uh, that he hit to clinch it, and it had been so long since the Reds had been to the postseason, and that was a, that was an awesome night at Great American Ballpark. Yep, good stuff there, and um, you can watch it coming up. Again, that schedule, uh, reds.com slash TV. Uh, we were talking about baseball getting going again. We'll probably know in the next week or so, uh, or so uh, how that's going to play out. Um, Tom, one thing, I, I guess my closing thought on it is that baseball has a lot to gain by returning. You look at all the other sports that are coming back. Hockey seems like they've got everything figured out. The NBA's got their plan in place. The NFL's yep. making progress. NASCAR's already back. We've seen a couple of, uh, albeit low-key, but golf matches that have been widely viewed on television. This is a chance for baseball to really shine uh, and have the entire sports spotlight on it. And uh, it, it's a chance for people to be reminded of how great the game of baseball is. And, and the hope is that, that everything gets figured out and we've got baseball again soon. 
Yeah, and, and, and the flip side of that, Tommy, is is if they find a way to screw this thing up and not get back on the field, I'm not sure the game will ever recover the same ever again. Uh, this this is it has to get done. I mean, you know, whether you like the NFL or hate the NFL, uh, you like the NBA, you hate the NBA, NHL, whatever, those guys are walking around with their chest stuck out and they're saying we're playing. We're coming yep. back. We're making it happen. I mean, the NFL has not even made a hiccup. They're already talking about playing with fans in the stands. And here yeah. we are trying to figure out, can we get in an 82-game schedule? And you just hope, you just hope cooler, cooler heads prevail. Don't get worked up over yesterday. Let, let, let's just keep moving forward. No question. Tom, enjoyed it as always. My pleasure, my man. All the best to everybody out there. And we're thinking of all those Reds employees who uh, – who have been furloughed right now. Lori Watt heard from you today and, and, and so many others. Yep. We're thinking about you and praying for you. and We love you and can't wait to get you back. There is no question. For Tom Brenneman and the Sheriff, Dave Keaton. For Tyler Malley, I'm Tommy Thraw. Catch you next week on the Reds Hot Stove League. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.